Friday. Welcome to the Anytime Notebook, your one-stop shop for EFL goal scorers. Um, joined by my partner in crime, I think is how all the kids are talking about it these days. How are you, John? Are you well? I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend. It looks, uh, last weekend you were quite pumped up for it. This weekend I'm quite pumped up for it. So we'll see how we go. Another weekend, it, everything seemed to be so clear. The added... Um, confusing variable as well that we've just had transfer window week um, normally puts a throws a spanner in the works for not only players that you want to back this weekend but all those that nice juicy anti-post value that we got for goal scorers um up in the air in some places um but how is your transfer deadline week well no not not a lot happens at the top level but our at our level there's a lot of movement isn't there so um the one that stuck out stuck out for me, which I'm sure everyone's been talking about on Sky Sports News, is uh, Aaron Pierre to Sutton on a free. Um, he, uh, I mean, not that long ago, he was linked to the championship uh, a couple of seasons ago, to be fair, when he was very good for Shrewsbury. Seemed to fall out of favour there. I think he's London-based, so he looks like an ideal replacement for the excellent Goodliff, who's out for six months, it seems, unfortunately. Um He's the sort of player who we know Sutton are very good on set pieces and there's there's a vacancy there, if you like, and not got a great career record, but it's, it's pretty good. Um, I see he's in the betting this week. It looks a little bit short. I think he's 12's best. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but he's one to keep an eye on as he beds in there. And a bit of a kind of people can check it out on the on the website the anytime notebook.com but i looked at all across the, the three divisions and looked at who might be overachieving and underachieving and certain were definitely one of those sides that from an expected points position were a little bit of juice left in they may be not performing as well but and looking at it it does look like you know their goals for column is not where it should be and it's probably that back four that was so productive last year that they've got nothing out of yet so i think yeah, it's um point. i think it's uh it's poignant, I guess, that Pierre's come in, like you said, and then once what Kizzy starts adding to his total and Louis John as well, it feels like a certain could be a side to to be making a move over the next few weeks. So I think it's a I think it's a good move. You, you're going to talk about some other players that you've seen as well. Yeah, there's a few in League One. Uh, Owen Beck went to Bolton on loan from Liverpool. Um, seems that a lot of Championship sides were in for him, or so they say. At least a few. Uh, I presume he's gone here because of. The great start Connor Bradley's made there. Um, it looks like, um, from what I've read, that Beck and Bradley have pretty much grown up together on and off the pitch, played opposite sides all the way up. So I can see it looks like Owen Beck's going to slide in left wing back. I don't know what that means for Declan John. Um, I know there was rumours that he was leaving. I don't think he did. So that's interesting because, I say, there was interest from higher and he was on loan abroad and they called him back. Uh, another one which I don't think I've seen anyone mention, but I think it's quite a astute pickup. Uh, is Josh, Ma- Josh Martin who's gone to Barnsley from Norwich. Mm-hmm. I saw him a few times last season at Donny, uh, very struggling inside. And for a youngster, I think that was his first senior loan. He really impressed me. He's got something about him. He created plenty for himself, scored a few goals, could have had a few more. I think he's a good player. I think that's a really good pickup from Barnsley. And lastly, in... League One anyway, you've got uh, Camera going to Ipswich, obviously picked up all the headlines, and rightly so. Um, could have gone higher. I think, were Cov in for him, or was that? I, no, it was on my 
he's on my list at the end of last season. I mean, the, the fact Ipswich have paid a fee for him, haven't they? So what, half a million quid? Yeah. Um, I think sadly that even puts him out of our price range. He may have the division above. So. Uh, so um, yeah. Yeah, but a really good player, but um, not to be. Yeah, he's um, he's he's out for a few weeks though. From what I've read today, he's got a groin issue that he's come to the club with. I like the um under the radar sign of of a had me from Burton. Um. I mentioned him pre-season uh, at hundreds to you. Um, he's actually scored, he's scored three already for Burton, and um, Ipswich have been tracking him since last season, apparently. Um, so I was a bit naughty. I did nick the 66s when I saw it come through. <laughs> Another um, account gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, that didn't last long, and uh, that's probably I can't really. I'm not going to complain about that. Um, but he, he looks. It's one of them where I've just had a win-only stab because he's play, he looks like he might play this weekend at Aki, uh, Accrington, which is about as good a start as you're going to get to get a goal you know, as, as a new striker. If he does that, then you know, I can't see why he wouldn't be the main man there. He'll at least get a lot of games, so he's interesting. Uh, last one, League 2, Swindon lost Harry McCurdy, which um, I think I mentioned in the pre-season pod, I thought he might leave. Um mm-hmm just because of the ambitious gone up to Scotland, but they've loaned in Luke Jeffcott from Plymouth. So that looks a very suitable replacement. Uh, different type of forward, but I'll, I'll be amazed if he didn't score, I don't know, t- at least 10 between now and the end of the season, if he that stays fit. That fixed. is interesting, so, yeah. We could really yeah, that was a, down in class. That's a, that's a, good, that's yeah. a good signing. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's about it, mate. It's quite, quite a lot going on, but... I've no doubt I'm going to be scrolling through team news at two o'clock on Saturday and it will then just dawn on me that players have moved. My week, the same as most other weeks over the past decade, really, which was cold ruining it. Uh, we had one season of optimism, it looks like, but it was um, it was a pretty destitute performance against Preston in midweek. Although I will say Callum Doyle, I just don't know how these, I, I don't know how these these big clubs do it. You know, man, on loan from from Man City, I don't know how they can quite you know pick up a talent like that at just 18 years old. But absolute Rolls Royce of a defender, just one, everything was calm, assured, has got a shot on him as well. I don't think he's kind of any time notebook bound, but you just kind of stand up and go, you know, what chance of what chances have anyone got when the huge the, the big clubs at the top of the pyramid are um kind of. You know, cajoling talent together just like that so um less than impressive about we got a difficult few games coming up as well and we didn't have a good transfer window and uh yeah i would be the games in hand doesn't fill me with any optimism i guess but normal service very much resumed in terms of the following cov um we didn't have anything kind of like hit last week um orient scored four but happy didn't have a sniff Jonathan Panzo was pulled after about 70 minutes and he didn't start midweek either. You know, apart from that, we, we did have one, I think um, we had a we had a, a club admin incorrectly state that um, Pennington had scored. For, for yeah, thank, thanks a lot, mate. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you think you're in and then you realise they, they've got it wrong. But, um, but apart from that, it was a fairly decent week, I guess. Um, on, onwards and upwards, anyway, to this week, uh, John. Um, let's start off with let's start off with you because I think there's um, I like this I like this I like this first pick. Uh, lead us off with why uh, a Colchester an, an aging Colchester centre half might be valued this weekend.
one though, but and he's certainly a veteran. I've gone for Luke Chambers, uh, best price 25s, Colchester at heart, home even to Hartlepool. Uh, Hartlepool are near the bottom of all of the defensive metrics. Uh, I think they are bottom or second bottom, aerial jewels, touches and own box, etc., etc. Uh, Colchester being a tad unfortunate not to score a few more from set pieces. They're not great, Alan, but they're not bad. I've noticed there's been some really good deliveries from Noah Chilvers, who I thought might leave, um, especially after the signings they made last night, which shocked a lot of people. Uh, I mean, they signed a long staff on loan from Newcastle, which not quite sure how they've afforded that. Um, presume he's come on, on no mm. fee contribution. And they've also signed... Um, Kwesi Apaya from Crawley, who is a good striker. I mean, he, he's he's getting on a bit now. I think he's 32, but he did score 12 goals last season in League Two. So there's you know there's, there's no reason to be not happy about that. So I think they could be on a bit of a high, uh, Colchester. I mean, let's be honest, this doesn't look like it's going to be a high-scoring game. So even though this is the anytime pod, I have had... Personally, I've had a bit more on first and last than any, just just because I don't can't see this being a goal fest. Uh, Tom Tom Eastman was the other possible, but he missed last weekend, I presume, due to injury, and he's about half the price of Chambers. Uh, going back to Chambers, he's only had a few sniffs this season, but this matchup looks as good a time as any to back him. Uh, he's got three and fifty-seven for Colchester, so hopefully, it becomes four and fifty-eight. I like it. Um, Colchester, where Ipswich players go to retire, right? And we shall return to Ipswich very soon. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm going to start off. Uh, I talk about what I, I did like in, in League Two uh, before I talk about what I'm pretty confident about backing in League One. So, John, both me and you were talking before we started recording, but lots to like in League Two. Piaggiani versus Crew looks a standout. So does Harbottle versus Doncaster. And I thought that leaky Wimbledon backline might be susceptible to Fraser Horsfall for Stockport opening his account this year, all around the 10 to 1, 11 to 1 mark. And it's certainly worth covering them across some multiples. But I'm going to head to League One first off. Morecambe against Bristol Rovers. John, when do we ever say anything nice about Morecambe? Uh, the answer is never. Um, pretty much the last few seasons. You just back automatically back opposing centre halves because of their vulnerabilities and set pieces. However, I've got this feeling that Bristol Rovers are pretty bad, uh, and, and give me Derek Adams and his side that know what they are versus Joey Barton, who might be convinced his team is something it isn't every single day of the week. So we're looking for Morecambe threats. Um, I think Jensen Weir is very interesting here at fourteen to one on loan from Brighton, box to box midfielder, taking a step up from his time at Cambridge last season, injured for the second half of the League One campaign. There did score in the one-one draw at Oxford. Lovely Chris shot from the edge of the box. Also scored midweek in the EFL Trophy as well. Some I think Everton under twenty ones thinks that's who it was against. Uh, he worked uh, Jamie Cumming in the MK Dons goal more than anyone in that four-nil defeat. I know Game State plays a plays a part there but you know some really really good chances arriving late in the box takes the free kicks as well should really have had three and four I think coming into this weekend and I think you put a Morecambe player you know a proper goal scoring midfielder a Morecambe player against the vulnerable Bristol Rovers side I think Jensen Weir at 14 to 1 
is an absolute standout price. Plenty shorter everywhere else, but yeah, he's a, he was the first name circled on my list. Yeah, that's a great spot. That I hadn't spotted him to be honest, but once I'd seen you mentioned him, yeah, I can that 14s is it shouldn't be double figures really on the on the on the data so far. Um, I'm going to Ipswich at Accrington. Um, don't worry, it's not Harvey Rogers. Um, before anyone <laughs> switches off, <laughs> yeah, I felt I've, I've mentioned this to, this to you before, but. Every time I look at Twitch on my phone, I've got a video about Harvey Rogers talking about never scoring. And it, it, I swear, every time I load it up, there's someone else talking about it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> he has, he's got a little smile on his face as well. Yeah, he's he a little like smile he knows, on his face. Yeah. When he's winking to the camera, I know exactly who he's oh, winking okay. at, John. There you go. Anyway, um, it was, it's which have actually got the, the bet, sorry, the, the next best is George Edmondson at 20s. Uh, there was a bit of 22s earlier, but I may be guilty of moving that one. I've, I've had quite a good bet on George Edmondson. Uh, Ipswich now have a very strong core of centre-backs available. That's uh, playing three at the back where they've got Richard Kay, who, who debuted in midweek. They've got Edmondson himself. They've got Wolfenden. They've got Dominic Ball, who could play there, just come back as well. Um Cameron Burgess, ex Accrington, and uh, even Donna Sean could play there. So they could rotate again, but most games Edmonton started when they played a three. Um, he scored in midweek. Uh, Ipswich scored three goals from corners in midweek. Uh, okay, it was in the Nobody Cares Cup, but it's still signs of something there. Um, originally, when I looked at this, I wanted to be with Cameron Burgess because he's going back to Accrington. Um, the ex-club system, as we call it. Uh, he, he also scored midweek, but I don't think he'll start. Uh, Accrington, I've had the odd shot out of late, to be fair, but they're still prone to complete spells of madness, as you saw again in midweek, where they were 2-0 up, and then next time I looked, they're 3-2 down, then it was 3 all. Um, it's just it's just complete value for money there, as always. So this looks, uh, you know, if you're going to get with an Ipswich defender, all this season. I think this could be the spot. Um, so George Edmondson at 20s, but keep an eye on the team news just in case. John, you mentioned uh, the former club system there. I mean, it, 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 it's you know a long time since that, that has paid its way. Uh, this weekend could be the weekend that it does. It's a system that works well. There's no theory behind it, but if you, if you used to play for a club, I think I haven't seen the data, but I think it's 99% you're more likely to score. I think that's that's generally that's how right, it works. Yeah. Um, so I'm sat around looking for an next best. Here's the story, John. It's sat around looking for an age. List of names. All, all these names are crossed off. And then you're scrolling through, you go through League Two, League One, and you get to the championship. And this just hits you. People are going to, you're going to love this selection. Um, there's a standout player in the championship, fits into the former club system, monster price this Saturday. Let me tell you about the story of me and Marlon Romeo. So there was this golden age between November last year and the end of January this year, where I was convinced that he was going to get over the line for Portsmouth. You know, kind of right back, right wing back, on loan from Millwall. You know, if you want a player to have a shot at goal, then Marlon's definitely going to be your man. He had 26 shots in 35 games for Pompey. Problem is, John, they, they probably average about 35 yards from goal, and he never really got close. One of those players where when he shot, I was never quite convinced whether he knew he was left-footed or right-footed, so he was, he was kind of happy 
he was happy missing and blazing over the bar for me the foot but Cardiff pick him up this summer and guess what he's on a nice little run again seven shots in the last five the bit I really liked watched a bit of the, the highlights versus Preston and, and Cardiff are working a corner deliberately to the edge so that Marlon Romeo can arrive late and, and again the chances he's had to date have, have blazed over the bar but you add up all of that together you know high shot propensity um, the icing on the cake is that he rocks back up to the den to face his old club, Millwall, where he's already scored three times. No goal in 18 months, but the former club system never cared about history or how long it's been since you scored. And the best news is you stroll into local William Hill, John, and they give you 50 to 1 anytime Marlon Romeo. If we were ever going to get him over the line, this could be the weekend to do it. Um, if not, then he gets struck from the list forever. And we, we learn our lesson. But I'm quite prepared at the at the monster odds to back Marlon Romeo for Cardiff against Millwall. Um, that sums us up for uh, this weekend. Four good bets there. Anything else on your list of fancies, John? Yeah, there's a lot this week. Uh, just one more in each league. Champion. Uh, Matt Clark started well for Middlesbrough, as I think I mentioned last week. Uh, he had two good efforts against Watford in midweek. One brilliantly saved, another one that was blocked, I think. Uh, they play Sunderland on Monday night, so I might back him on Monday night. Um, League One, I saw Lincoln last weekend and Teddy Bishop scored twice. He scored twice again midweek. Um, he, he was... Pretty far forward last weekend, but he was having shots from everywhere midweek. Uh, so it's four in his last two games. And Cambridge are pretty leaky at the moment, as I think you mentioned last week. Um, I did try and back him at the standout six to one earlier and uh, got zero pence on, and the price went to three to one. So um, uh, I'm not going to be, uh, I won't be backing him now because uh, I, I was happy to back him at the standout sixes, but I think his four is general. That's, that's tight enough. But just interesting that he's scored four in the last two and he's had more shots in the last two games than a great proportion of his career. So he's found something there. Um, League two, you've already touched on him, but the obvious, but the imperious Carl Piagiani for Stevenage. Um, 10 to one is kind of my cutoff point for a centre-back and they've got to be, they've got to tick all the boxes, but he does. He's... He's completely bossing a lot of individual aerial stats for defenders. And he's actually, he's in a lot of them in the top five, top tens. He scored another, he scored the late winner against uh, Peterborough midweek. They're facing crew, which is never a bad thing, as we say. Uh, I actually think the nines general and the ten, I think those tens with one firm is, if you're going to play at that sort of price, that's actually fine for him. So, you know, he, he, he would be, He'd probably be closest for me tomorrow. And as always, if there's a uh, short price centre half, you have a quick little saver on two plus, which I'm just looking because I'm that way inclined. Uh, uh, 175. 200. 200. Oh, I've taken the 200s. We're here. I've taken the 200s. Just 175. To, there, there's there's the spare change in the value power. Yeah, sorry about that. I might I might have um I might have had a little bit in the shop earlier at two hundred. <laughs> It will happen oh, one day. It's, it's a it's a hundred and sixty six to one shot at best. So one hundred and seventy five sounds valued to me. Yeah, my my, my model made it one hundred and sixty eight. <laughs> so 
John, great as always. Um, hopefully some nice juicy prices there for people to get involved in. If you're just stuck for a couple of minutes, you want something to read, you want to find out a bit about what's going in the EFL, head over to the anytimenotebook.com. Leave us a comment. Um, have a little read around there. You should find something that's interesting that should inform a busy hunting weekend. Uh, John, we'll be back next week to do it all again, to uh, rejoice about um, the ones that went close, uh, the chances that could have been, and to reminisce about the time when we remember backing winners. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully I'll have plenty on our plate for next week. Uh, John, enjoy your weekend, and we'll speak to you next week. Uh, and you, mate. Good luck, everyone.